Hi and welcome back to the Daily Tech Start where I share with you my day-to-day -day experiences working in a tech startup and the lessons that I've learned along the way. This is episode number seven already, time flies by and today I thought I'd just give you some updates. I'm still in Brussels, it's about nearly, well it's just turned midnight actually, so it's midnight in Brussels. Um, full day of meetings in the European institutions, which is always fascinating. Um, one of the things that I found today, uh, or that I discovered, or one of the updates that I thought was pretty cool is that Instagram has just mentioned that Instagram stories are now available to be viewed also on the web, which is actually something that I was missing and I find pretty cool. I'm still one of those, maybe I'm alone, maybe I'm not, but I'm still one of those people who loves opening up their laptop and sitting in front of the laptop much more than being on my phone. I always find myself being being able to multitask on my laptop, which is, don't know if that's a good thing, um, but being more, I don't know, focused and in depth in what I'm doing, or I feel like I'm doing something more productive than when I'm on my phone. I feel that when I'm on my phone, unless I'm listening to a podcast or music, I just feel like I'm wasting my time. Anyway, long rant about um, mobile versus um, versus uh, laptops. Um, but all that to say, super excited that Instagram stories are now available. Um, so they've expanded that. Um, and quite frankly, that was a feature. The Instagram stories is a feature that they took from Snapchat. And it seems to be working pretty well. Snapchat, um, Snapchat still says that they have over 250 million people using the story features each day. Um, which is quite interesting. Um, so yeah, you can now view it online. I'm pretty excited about that. One thing's for sure is that Instagram is going really hard on its stories features um, since it last, I think it was what last, last August of last year. Um, and I think one of the things that I find super fascinating and I'm, I'm a little bit in awe of what they've been able to achieve with Instagram is the continuous, the continuous, sorry, updates and actually the pretty regular updates that they're doing. They really seem to be either mimicking what they're seeing that's working elsewhere, listening to what their customers are asking for and their users are asking for. And they just seem to be really churning out updates constantly. And as someone who works in a tech startup and I work with a pretty complex um, product and piece of software, putting out updates really is not an easy thing to do. I mean, it's not as easy as just shipping out new updates. So uh, I'm a little bit in awe of any company, um, just like what Instagram is doing, of being able to put out these updates um, on a regular basis. Um, and really they seem to just be they found something that clearly is working and that people are excited about. And they seem to really be capitalizing on that big time and, and focusing on these features and how they can extend it. So really keen um, to see what's next and to see where, how and they evolve this product. The other article um, or the article that really caught my eye um, today and, and made me smile um, was an article in Wired, in Wired.co.uk and it made me laugh just because we were talking about this yesterday um, on Anchor about um, Google and its monopolies and the big lawsuit and find, um, find that it got um, just this summer from the European Commission that 
big two billion plus um, fine. And so it made me laugh when I saw the, the title today um, on one of the articles in wired.co.uk, um, which was another day, another claim of antitrust bullying against Google. And this time it actually comes from the co-founder and CEO of Vivaldi um, Technologies. And he basically says that there's that Google has a monopoly in both search and advertising. And unfortunately, Google um, shows that they're not really able to resist um, the misuse of power. And he he wrote a pretty in-depth um, blog post on this. Um, so the CEO is a guy called John uh, Von Teschner, and he's also the creator of um, the web browser Opera. And they're basically saying um, that the search giant Google is deliberately undermining um, their new browser um, Opera. Opera. I'm not going to go into more detail on this because I actually haven't had time to go through all of the articles and really make sense of it. But it made me laugh that it doesn't seem like there is um, a week or uh, a week goes by without Google um, and the claim of, of antitrust popping up. It likes Uber at the moment where there isn't a week that goes by where there isn't some bad, bad story about Uber. Um, so again, just to, to follow up on, on the stories that we were sharing yesterday or that I was sharing yesterday about really that, um, that sort of tug of war between, between tech companies, large tech companies, startups and, and governments and just how fascinating um, that relationship is going to be in the years to come. And on that note, I am going to go to bed. I will talk to you more tomorrow. And to answer someone's question who asked me if I always go to bed at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning, I actually don't. I actually love to have and I need to have um, a good seven, eight hours sleep. Um, I have been going to bed later. Um, this is just I've, I don't know, as soon as I start traveling, um, I seem to have to catch up on work. I would love to be one of those people who can sit on a plane or sit on a train, open a laptop and get through, get some work done. I'm actually pretty terrible. Everything that moves um, puts me to bed. Um, so I'm the worst co-pilot in the world on road trips. I either have to drive or you know I'm going to be sleeping next to you. And it's exactly the same on trains. I always start by putting out my laptop, getting ready to do some serious work, prep the presentations, all of that and they end up just falling asleep, so it's pretty terrible. That is the reason why I am going to bed at these horrible hours. Um, and hopefully when I get back from Paris um, Wednesday evening, so tomorrow evening, um, I'll be able to get back into the rhythm. Um, so yeah, so I've got an early, early start tomorrow morning, um, getting on a train from Brussels to Paris, and then at the end of the day, heading back from Paris back to London. Um, and I'll tell you more about our trip and hopefully I'll have more to share with you tomorrow as well. So have a lovely evening.